Hello, welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Champ of Wolf Financial. A bit late to do New Year predictions and whatnot, but because of how Christmas and New Year's panned out, here we are now, and this is what this episode is about. Uh, Mark, how was your Christmas and New Year? Everything tickety-boo? Yeah, it was fine, thank you. Um, we uh, got a little bit of downtime, which was good, um, but still some deals coming in, so people still active out there. Fantastic. Uh, Good to hear. Let's go back and have a quick look at the predictions that we came up with for 2022. Um, we don't have to go through these in depth. It's just a sort of a, a yay or nay. Were we right? Uh, the two that uh, we had written down for you uh, was that you said that you thought that vanilla buy to lets would decrease in 2022, whether that be by volume that you saw that you were helping customers with or, or price. And the other one was that you believe that bridges bridging lenders, et cetera, might experience a bit more trouble this year. So I think you've hit the nail on the head there, but uh, what have you seen? Do you think you've hit the nail on the head as well? Yeah, to be honest, I can't remember what my predictions were, um, but I'm pretty happy with them. Uh, by to let, we saw very few people coming to us looking to uh, buy new buy to lets, just no vanilla single unit assets. Um, everybody's looking for an angle. Um, we, we, I don't know if we saw any, maybe one, two, something like that. Um, we saw some re, refinances, which are fine, and uh, you expect to see that because people don't really want to, to sell assets if they can help it. Um, we saw some uh, portfolios of uh, buy-to-lets. We saw some of them come up for sale, uh, quite larger um property portfolios so yeah um quite happy with that one um the other one that you mentioned was uh bridging lenders finding it more difficult that was certainly the case if you think what happened in september time a lot of them stopped lending and there were some uh funding problems uh there's some lenders who have now ceased lending um and i think that's going to increase more um I, I actually discussed with a bridging lender about whether i should be lending my own funds and he said why why would you bother you, you know the margins are so small now for bridges for bridges and there is so many out there and when there is small margins and there's a costly staff base which we've which we've saw all last year as you know there's a big business development teams taken on by some of these bridges. Um, the cost base is massive and it's very hard to make a profit. So, yeah, I think we were right with that one. Um, and I, I do think, again, it's going to be a tough time for the bridges next year. Fair play, I'd say. <laughs> to totally agree. And again, hit the nail on the head there. So, well done. Looking at the... Four or five that I wrote down. Uh, I'll just go through quickly. Uh, so it said that inflation would be around 5%. I think it's fair to say we hit the nail on the head there because it's actually been quite significantly high in 2022. Uh, I said that there'd likely be a new uh, scarier, scarier of, of uh, the virus. Uh, that hasn't come to fruition, so I'll hold my hands up at that. We actually both said that there'd be more quantitative easing in 2022 fair to say we've got that right as well we said house prices to increase 
uh, I think if we again looked at the data throughout the whole of the year because of where how things were at the start of the year, I'd say that we again we've got that spot on. Uh, and then also one that I put down was that, well, two or more that I put down uh, that there'd probably be quite a bit of stock market pressure. Um, I'm not convinced on that to be fair because I think we're going to see a lot of issues in 2023, TV issues in 2022, but nothing to shout home about. And the other one was uh, some sense of normality coming back to the world. Uh, no, is, is the answer to that. I don't think that's happened at all. Um, any thoughts on any of that or not? Well, the, the last one you, you mentioned about the normality coming back, I think as we go further and further into the social media wormhole there are there's less chance of it turning back to what we consider normal because news uh, news is there all the time and it seems like more and more celebrities are dying but there's two things there one more are reported on and two there are more celebrities now so that's the same in everything every walk of life you're aware of more stuff pointless stuff and unfortunately the world will never return to normality because we're told too much pointless stuff. And it's, yeah, it's the way it's going to go. It'll be better just to cut yourself off, focus on you and make sure you're doing your best um, and just turn the news off. Turn everything off. Just in, enjoy yourself and plan for your, for your own journey. I like you thinking, a friend of mine, uh, we, we were chatting a similar thing the other day about turning news off. I think there are, there are places where you can get your news, but they're not off the beaten record, but we're not talking your BBCs, your Sky, uh, your Sky News, whatever, you know, other other channels. So I, I like that. That's a good point well made. But looking at 2023 then, and again, appreciate it's halfway through January, but these are things that I, I, I've written down. Um, so I believe that throughout 2023, I think on average inflation is going to be about 10%. It's not going to go away anytime soon. So that's number one. Number two uh, would be that I believe there'll be some sort of housing price correction. I believe about 10%. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it go down 10%. Bank of England will increase base rate to 5%. I think that's a possibility. Uh, number four, I think we'll start seeing stock and bond sell-offs because normally when interest rates increase, they don't necessarily have an immediate impact. Sometimes it can take six to 12 months. And I think towards the back end of this year, that's where we're going to see a lot of pressure on, on regular stocks and bonds and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm not an IFA. Uh, I always say to people at the moment, looking at your commodity stocks, mining stocks might be something you want to look at but do that in your own time, not mine. And number five, this is more of a hopeful one, but it's here anyway. People, hopefully, governments, politicians, whomever, uh, will wake up and realise that nuclear is actually the way forward and is the answer to solving all these energy issues that have been self-created. And again, I know that's not a quick-term fix, but I'd like to believe that more people can understand that nuclear uh, is, is the way forward. They're the five that I've got written down. Um, any pushback on that, Mark, or are we singing from the same intro? Um, Nuclear, I don't really have a, a, an opinion on. I don't know enough about energy and uh, what the right or wrong thing. I know um, 
what is annoying is uh, I will think about getting an electric car, but it just doesn't seem worth it. Everybody's whinging about it. I was saying, you know, electricity prices got up, so it's not actually that much cheaper. So, um, so that that that's that's a bit annoying. But um, seriously, the the predictions you've made, yeah, I think there or thereabouts, um, interest rates, anything from you know four to maybe five percent, something along those lines. Um, it's the 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 rates seem to have curbed inflation. Um, you know slightly they've got a lid on it it appears um so i think there's good i think we're not going to see a massive jump from here uh but then there could be something else goes wrong um and it affects everything but all in all i'd say somewhere yeah between four and five uh percent sounds about right um inflation i think will slowly come back down um i think uh it, it will drop off um, from 10% um, coming down slightly, you know, I don't think it will be down to where it was uh, a few years ago, but I think it will ease. Um, what else will there be? Uh, property, house prices. Um, I, it's a difficult one because there's a, a lot of factors. And at the end of the day, there is still a shortage of housing. Um, so I don't think it'll come off as much as that. Um, I think all um, people people can look at uh, facts and figures and they can manipulate them to make the uh, an agenda. So I, in actual fact, I don't think it'll come off that much. I think, you know, I think it'll stay stable. I don't think it will. They will drop massively. And I think by the end of 2023, we'll be a similar sort of, place to where we are now um yeah i don't think it'll move too much uh was there anything else that you commented on uh stock and bond sell-offs uh, i think uh for a lot of stocks a lot of bonds i think there might be some issues with with those markets at the latter end of this year that's what i believe might uh will happen and that's my only other one yeah potentially it's an interesting one because we don't get involved in that market um, really, but what we do get involved in is trading business and the SME market. Um, so we we organise the the uh, funding, so cash flow funded, import, export, finance, all that type of stuff. And we're seeing more and more people come to us asking about that type of um, finance, trying to get the cash flow, and the investment in these types of businesses aren't going to be there as much so it's at the smaller end but there's less people investing um because it's a, a less um certain path for them to go down um and it, it is really interesting we, we've invested ourselves quite a bit in um marketing to these types of companies because we feel that there, there is going to be a um a, more of a correction there than there is in the property market Okay, fair enough. I'm making note of that as well. Uh, so looking into your crystal ball then, um, obviously we've covered various topics and subjects there. Is there anything that you would sort of stick your neck out a little bit and, and put down for a prediction for this year? What I would say prediction for this year, are you looking for actual figures or are you looking for um, more trends? <laughs> 
it, it can be trends, it can be figures. It's, it's up to you. You're the one that's got a two for two success rate at the moment, Mark. So yeah. uh, I'll go with your judgment. Okay. I would, one, one thing I would say is you will see some, again, some of the bridges won't exist this time next year. I think you will see on the flip side of that, I will see, I think you will see some new, um smaller banks exist and come into into play and i think that's because there's an opportunity on the trading business side as opposed to the um property maker a, a quick buck by flipping um i don't think there's as much potential there because of the cost of materials the cost of funding um and people have got to concentrate on um, other things at the moment. So, yeah, I think some of the bridges will really struggle, but I think there'll be some smaller banks come into play, concentrating on trading business and cash flow. Fantastic. Okay, brilliant. So let's recap then what we've put down for 2023. So <laughs> I've said that inflation, I believe, will be about 10%. You believe that between... Well, you, you said that you basically believe we'll come back down somewhere from 10%. So that's fair enough. Um, we both agree that, oh no, sorry, I've said that there'll be about a 10% correction in house prices. You believe they're going to remain relatively stable. So that's fine. Uh, Bank of England, I believe, will raise interest rates to about 4%. You're saying between 4 or 5% is about right. Okay. Uh, stock and bonds sell offs. Uh, so I believe there's going to be a lot of sell-offs there and probably there'll be a bit more interest in, in precious metals and that nuclear people are going to be looking towards a bit more, hopefully, uh, for this year. And then on top of that, you're saying that there should be more or there might be more smaller banks pop up uh, because of what's going on business to business behind the scenes and also uh, there's going to be less bridging companies in existence this time in 2024 purely because of the nature of what's going on uh, in the economy at the moment. And I think also the funding that they've got available, those bridges, is uh, dissipating. It's it's not as easy to come by. Um, the pressures are being felt, you know, all across the globe and a lot of this money that the bridges use is they it does come from foreign sources and I don't think they're as um confident about the, the UK property market at the moment. Okay, I make a note of that. So uh, bridging bridging finance to dissipate over the course of the year. Uh, wonderful stuff. Well that's 2023 predictions. We will bask in our glory I think this time next year when we realise that we've got quite a few of them spot on. Um just as a, a side note, I would say to yourself and also listeners as well, we've had some really good feedback from listeners who really enjoyed the monthly sort of segments that we do, just checking in with the news, what's going on, what's happening. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you, Mark, for taking the time out as you do to you know have a chat with us on the Property Nomads podcast. And uh, yeah, look forward to attending events and, and, and whatnot throughout the course of the year and uh yeah as usual if there's 
if you've got any subjects that you want Mark to speak about or for us to go more in depth into, uh, drop us a line, robertTPMPodcast.com. I'm sure Mark will be more than delighted to go through specifics um, uh, as well as all the generics. Uh, any anything else to to add? Any other words of wisdom for today, Mark? Well, I, I don't know about words of wisdom, but I, I do have two other things. Um, firstly, we've launched an ebook about property finance on our website that's free to download. So you just go to www.wolffinancial.co.uk. You can download a free uh, property finance guide, um, and it just helps people through the finance process. It's it's not about uh, you know, a guide to investment or how to make money. It's just there's things in there like a glossary. So you actually can understand when banks are talking about um, EWIs or whatever it is, and then you can work, you, you can use this guide to, to help you through. So we've got that. And also we're going to be hosting, I'm not sure I mentioned it before, a development evening. Um, we think it's going to be this middle of February, uh, and it's going to be uh, an introduction to property development. So people who have never done any property, uh, maybe some people who have uh, just done property investment or refurbs, that sort of thing, we're going to host an evening and um, we're going to host that in London, in Shoreditch. Uh, tickets are going to be about £30, so very cheap to come along. Uh, and there'll be talks from um, one of the London-based valuers. There'll be a lender there. There'll be all sorts of uh, different people who are involved in the process of development. And uh, it's all all designed to help people along their journey uh, and us provide them with the, the tools to be able to make informed decisions whether property development is for them. So, um, yeah, have a look out for that, and we'll be dropping the details of that pretty soon. Fantastic. As usual, we'll put links to various bits and pieces in, in the show notes as well. I'm sure regarding that event, when we get back at the start of February and have a chat, uh, there'll be more specifics there as well. So we'll yeah. make sure we touch on that in February's episode. But no, I say well done well done to both of us. So cheers for 2022. I think we were very, very, very good with what we've done. And here's to 2023 and onwards and upwards. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Rob.